and welcome to the Bull of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family, and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume, whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths, or what we see, hear, and listen to, and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or a fork. And let's go. Hello and welcome back once again to the Bull of Life Podcasts. We are so glad you are here with us today. And today we have such a fun topic. We are going to do our monthly FAQ, Plant-Based for Beginners, Frequently Asked Questions. This um, is sponsored by our sponsored blog, Bad to the Bull, which is a plant-based vegan food blog. So we just thought we'd go over some questions that we came across recently in a Facebook group. And they're lots of fun. And if we know that if people are asking these questions online, they're asking them elsewhere too. And we just thought we would give our unique spin on them because, hey, you know, this one, this uh, is more food-based, this uh, episode. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to work family into it as well and probably give a few thoughts about faith. So let's dive in, Joe. All right. Let's go. Okay. So our first question is, okay, this person says she is transitioning her family to vegetarian and vegan. And this is crossing wide span of ages. But she specifically is talking about Thanksgiving. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. That's yeah. huge. You know, I got to admit, first off, I'm already thinking about what I'm making for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we've been um, talking about that. Yeah, we've already been talking about that. So she mentions that roast turkey, you know, had been her favorite. And what should she make now? Um, she's mentioned, you know, a tofurkey, but maybe there's something else that she should have as the main dish on the table at Thanksgiving. So that, um, you know, I've not done a lot of research, honestly, into a lot of the kind of fake turkey meats. I do know that I remember looking at some last Thanksgiving and um, Vegan Essentials um, is an online marketplace that you can kind of buy these fake meat roasts from and they did have some that looked very appetizing now I will say that if you are avoiding gluten and this is the reason I did not buy one to try is a lot of them are made with vital wheat gluten which is kind of a binding that holds together you know non-meat products it's in um it's in a lot of actually fake meats that they'll put in this wheat gluten that holds together stuff so I have not opted to buy one now if you are looking to stay plant-based and gluten-free at Thanksgiving, I will give a shout out to a nut roast is delicious. We've made yeah. a couple different nut roasts. We have one on 
the bad to the bull food blog. Just type in nut roast and it'll come up. But that's a delicious way. Kind of bakes up like a meatloaf. It's hearty. It's seasoned. Usually has a sauce on it. Um, very savory. So very much that holiday type of feel to it. We've also made kind of as a main dish before um, a lentil loaf as well. And you really enjoyed that. And we'll link it in the show notes. I think, I don't want to misquote this, but I'm pretty sure it was Happy Healthy Mom blog that had this really good recipe for that. And it's delicious. Yeah. And the great thing about the nut loaf or the lentil loaf is those freeze well too. So if you have leftovers... Um, those are those are nice options. So another uh, nice options for a main dish at Thanksgiving that would be in the roast. I'm not really coming up with anything. Um, maybe some type of like mushroom Wellington, which I don't know if you're. <laughs> Joe's just getting hungry. <laughs> he's just no. he's like, oh man, we just ate dinner, but like I could make some of these right now. Go to the kitchen. Yeah, got my notebook out right now. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he means he's got it out for me. Well, no, right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, like, a mushroom wellington, would it's kind of like this, like, beef and gravy type of um, dish that's kind of, you know, with spices, and it's wrapped up in puff pastry. So, again, I don't know if there's that many puff pastries out there that are gluten-free, so that might not be a good gluten-free option, but I, they're beautiful to look at. So, just, you know, kind of, you can just Google that. You know, I just thought of another one that we actually did make for one Thanksgiving, and we'll link this in the show notes. Um, I think it was Connoisseur's Veg that had it. She had this. Do you remember when I made the whole roasted cauliflower with the gravy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was delicious, and we had that for Thanksgiving one year, and we all raved about that. That was was so good. good. Um, We have, on our sponsored blog, a whole cauliflower, but it's more of a light lemon thyme one, which also would be a great one, but the one that I actually made for Thanksgiving had a really rich gravy to it with, like, carrots and, you know, potatoes, and think of it very roast-like, so... All those are good options, and we'll make sure to link all the recipes that I mentioned here because I rattled off quite a few. Um, we'll link them in the show notes. Yeah, but no, that, with that with Thanksgiving coming up, going to be some a lot of uh, searches for for options. Yes, for sure. So next question comes from oh, this is a good one. She um, is lamenting about that she has um, this person has a real bad hankering for meat and does anybody else get that and are there suggestions on how she can curb that oh wow that's that's wow that's like a I feel like that's a very controversial question right, right. because honestly I will say um it happened more frequently when I first went plant-based a few years ago how like Oh, the smell of meat, like, smelled so good. Now, honestly, really, I only say that when, um, you know, and remember here that Joe is plant curious. So, you know, we still do have some meat choices around in our house. And um, every now and then you will bring home one of the rotisserie chickens right. <laughs> from the deli. Just have that smell. I don't know why they smell so good. Like, 
honestly, that's the only time I'm like, that smells really good. No, honestly, like I'm beyond, I don't really have a craving for it. Like I wouldn't eat it, but for some reason they smell really good. So I would say probably my best tip on how to curb that is use a lot of the same seasonings in your plant-based dish that you're using in your meat dish. Because if you think about it, that rotisserie chicken only smells good and tastes so good because of all those seasonings they put on it. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's just the first thing. I mean, think about um, before you were plant-based or um, Joe, even if I were just to like throw a plain piece of meat on the grill, plain piece of chicken on the grill, it wouldn't taste very good. No, and I've never, till the last few, I would say the last year, and you've brought that up, it's like, well, what a good point. We've got all these different seasonings, all these things we throw on stuff, and it's like, well, yeah, if you didn't do that, no. It, yeah, you're right. It's not going to be as enjoyable, so I totally, like, you mentioned doing that, or, like, we'll, uh, one other thing I think about was with Thanksgiving coming up, you know, if you, like, I like to, to smoke stuff, and we've done, we've smoked some tofu, you know, and it's like, well, I like that smoked, you know, aroma that flavor and well that's that's why people do it they like that it's not necessarily what's in there oh yeah right you like that smoked flavor yeah he keeps bringing up the smoked tofu so (laughs) one of these days that will be up over on our sponsored blog bad to the bowl because it is really delicious and would be another great option um if you lived in a climate that was conducive and maybe warm enough to having your smoker on all day, that would be a great option, smoked tofu. So, again, use those same seasonings that you used to use to season your meat, your, you know, steak marinade, your other things. As long as those marinade ingredients didn't have, you know, like Worcestershire sauce in them or something, use those same ones to now season your um, plant-based items. I will say a huge... A fan of the Montreal steak seasoning from McCormick's. Um, it's like a seasoning blend, and um, I guess you know probably people have their own thoughts on if a blend is good or not. I am more in the stage of my life where I need convenience, and that steak blend is very good and tastes great in a black bean burger. We have a black bean burger on our blog that uses that seasoning, and it just it makes it taste fabulous. So. Um, Use the same seasonings. That would be my best tip. Okay. Someone says, help. What can I do with these? And they show us a picture of artichoke hearts. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yummy. And she says, I don't want a dips. Um, I'm looking to try something new with them. So, yeah, you know, I know spinach artichoke dip is, um, you know, a popular thing. And you can make that plant-based very easily. Pick up you know, some cream cheese type of thing. I actually, um, you know, not, I guess I used to love dips back in the day, but not so much anymore. But um, I love to use artichoke hearts on a salad, yeah. just a plain salad. Um, actually, I, if you throw some, just quick um, mix it with some Italian seasoning and a little bit of salt. Now I'm talking about non-marinated artichoke hearts. 
Um, so there's a difference there when you're at the store. There's ones that are already marinated, which if you are following a plant-based diet and trying to avoid oils, don't get those ones that are already marinated. So if you're just a plain jar or can of artichoke hearts, you drained them and you kind of like chopped them up and what do you do with them? Definitely um, throw them on a salad with some Italian seasoning. Um, and voila, you have an Italian salad now. Um, of course, add some other great things. I could go on about how to make yeah. salads. <laughs> really delicious. Another way is I have used them, um, and you could sub out pasta for this, but I have a spaghetti squash dish that I make with them, and I use artichoke hearts, and I use sun-dried tomatoes and chickpeas, and I think sometimes I throw kale in it, and that is actually over on our blog, so I'll link that in the show notes. And we use spaghetti squash. You could easily sub out probably your favorite pasta. Um, that is a very delicious way to use artichoke hearts as well. Are there any other ways you can think of? Yeah. I, not sure, but uh, yeah, I know I know you use them a lot. <laughs> Just like, but I'm sure if you made me something with them. You know, another way you could probably wrap it in maybe a, um, a flour tortilla with some hummus and sun-dried tomatoes and you know you'd have a really yummy sandwich yeah. that might be another maybe uh smash some avocado or not avocados yeah or you could do maybe a smashed avocado with artichokes maybe throw some chickpeas in or something and do some type of salad that way i think there's lots of ways that you you could use it um besides just using it for a spinach artichoke dip all right, let's do a couple more here. Okay, let's see. What is your vegan go-to for fast food? Hmm. hmm. Well, we we kind of live in an area where we don't really have that many fast food places, and I've just never been a really big fast food place person. My kids our kids, my kids, <laughs> depending what day they are. Right. Um, our kids love Subway. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like really? our son's favorite place. So, of course, if you are gluten-free, right. you know, I've got the salad there before, and that's great. You can add as many veggies. But, um, you know, if you are okay with uh, gluten and that doesn't bother you, then definitely go there because you can make a killer, you know, sub with so many veggies um, you know, you can just, yeah, just load it up with veggies and do some, like, maybe little oil and vinegar right. and some seasoning and bread. have them toast it. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. Um, they really love it. Yeah, they really do. I've heard that at Taco Bell, I think you can do a lot of vegan things. You can kind of mix oh. and match. Um, yeah, Burger King has the Impossible right. Burger, which is amazing. And that's, um, you know, pretty widespread across the whole nation, I think, right. you know. Right, so many more that are. Yeah, and I know different states have their own places. Um, you know, fortunately, I'm not familiar with them because that's about all for our area for fast yeah. food. Pretty, pretty limited, but. Pretty you, limited. I'm sure. I think more and more. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, like, you could probably go anywhere and get french fries. Right. You know, I think, you know, my niece who's. A vegan, um, that's kind of always her go-to if she's out with friends is she just gets french fries. Yeah, but I, mean, I guess from our, our standpoint, we're always looking for what, what what's going to be the, the best for us. And, I mean, not that I don't like french fries, but 
you know, there's there's the the point of what you're eating is just because, or is it just because it's vegan, or you're, or how is it really affecting your diet and your health, right? Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend, um, you know, fast food all the time. So right. definitely, I think about that. I often just kind of pack a couple of bars and an apple <laughs> when I know I'm going to be out on the road. Um, but you know, if I've been traveling before with, um, different coworkers and stuff and we've stopped at Chipotle, that's another one that's could be considered oh, fast yeah. food. And they actually do have, um, the Sofritas option there, which is, um, now I could be wrong. Maybe they don't have that anymore, but uh, there's like a seasoned tofu. So lots of, um, you know, pretty much, you know, any type of Mexican restaurant was pretty easy to kind of customize to being vegan. So let's see another question here. Um, lots of people asking for recipes that are easy. Um, and I've noticed that thread a lot um, when I read through some groups on Facebook is people need easy recipes. And um, actually, I was just talking about this tonight when I got asked to review a cookbook. And I even looked through and was like, I don't have most of these ingredients and I like to cook a lot and I have a lot of ingredients in my pantry. So easy recipes. So, Hey, we got your back. Head over to bad to the bowl.com. I try to cook with some easy ingredients. Sometimes when I'm doing a book review, some ingredients might get a little, little, maybe crazy, but, um, you know, like other people's cookbooks reviews, but I try to keep it pretty simple because I like to cook pretty simple because I just don't have a lot of time. And um, I'm well, just busy. <laughs> yeah, time and and availability of them, right? Like, like you said, where where we live, the the option of just going out and grabbing something that isn't very common is going to be difficult. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so we're going to do two more questions here. Um, this one, this lady is asking, her son has decided to be plant-based and does someone have some simple child-friendly meal suggestions and healthy snack options? So this is a great topic because our son went, well, he went vegetarian two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Just. Yeah. It was boom overnight. Um, so, and I was vegan at the time, so it was very easy to present him with some options. So child friendly meal suggestions. He loves one of his favorite meals is, um, our lentil, red lentil, sloppy joes. And that is on our sponsored blog, Bad to the Bowl. We have a free ebook with that um, recipe in it. So go grab that. It makes a huge batch too, which is great because I divvy it up into smaller portions and I throw it in the freezer. And then like, I always have something in a pinch for him to eat. So other child-friendly meal suggestions for completely plant-based um, you know, our son also does love the black bean veggie burgers that are in the yeah. ebook. Um, he loves those. Those are another good option. Um, mashed potatoes. So just use dairy free butter. There's so many different options of dairy free butter are, you know, you know, on the market these days or even sour cream or cream cheese. If you add those to your potatoes, so many, there's so many plant-based options. That could be another one. Mashed potatoes are always a big hit with kids. French fries, if you own an air fryer, he loves um, air fried French fries. I'm trying to think of some other things that are like his jam to eat. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely shout out to the air fryer. I mean, that has been a 
So the nice nice option to to use to just for so many things in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he likes some of the you know vegan plant based hot dogs. I think Morningstar his right. favorite out there so um you know those would be probably considered a little more junk food but we do like to serve those you know in a pinch you know when you just need a quick lunch or something like that so i would definitely look at your freezer options at your grocery store because there's uh, some great options spaghetti that's always a simple one spaghetti with marinara sauce marinara sauce lots of pasta dishes um you know, are also very easy as well. And I probably don't have as many pasta dishes on Bad to the Bull blog just because, um, you know, actually pasta has made a lot of great strides in being gluten-free, but because I'm gluten-free, I don't have as many of those on the blog. But just a simple, simple pasta with marinara sauce is always a winner. Yeah, yep. And, you know, it's a, a gluten factor, but he is a big bread person, so there's always different for breakfast and different those different things as an option right he's different bread or muffins that uh make a good option yeah and you can you know like pumpkin uh, muffins zucchini muffins those all got a little veggie in them he loves to drink smoothies um so i just use like almond milk dairy-free yogurt some fruits um sometimes i'll throw like some cucumber in there too for him unknowingly he doesn't even know it so anyways those are all those are all good kid-friendly options um now, our son doesn't like hummus, but hummus is, is a kid favorite. Our son just isn't really into dips. <laughs> or, no, right. Yeah, so um, hummus is a really great option as well, and you can use that, you know, in a wrap, on, you know, to dip veggies in, to dip crackers in, uh, lots of different options on, on the hummus front. So, all right, let's see. One more question here. Someone's asking for some replacements for things. What is your go-to vegan suggestions for pizza? Okay, this is a good topic to end on for tonight. Vegan options for pizza. So, I mean, just Google vegan options for pizza, for making pizza, and you're going to get so many different things. But ordering pizza, so she says ordering. So I think probably like they're at a restaurant. What do you order? What's your go-to vegan suggestions so if you happen to be at a restaurant that does often offer a non-dairy cheese option yay but um if you're like me and you live in our area of rural america there are not those restaurants around unless you go to a you know we do have a couple bigger cities near us and they have fabulous vegan friendly options so if I were at a place that did not have vegan cheese, I think I would simply try to go for, um, you know, maybe just ask for any fresh vegetables I could get on the pizza. Mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, onions. Um, you know, those are all going to be pretty standard options at right. a pizza place. Those are all going to be vegan. Um, just ask them, you know, not to use any cheese on your pizza and you'll be good to go um yeah and you know it seems you know more and more it's not uncommon places get asked that and they're ready they're ready right and the the chef is ready to do something and it's not not as difficult i think I've been surprised over just a few years of, you know, it's, it's not that difficult to find options. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've been very surprised, too. Um, you know, and I, I don't 
know of very many pizza doughs that have egg in them. Of course, you'd probably want to ask your right. server to find out for you, but usually pizza dough does not have egg because it's like a flatter type of a bread. Um, now, if you're vegan, gluten-free, that could be a little dicey. You probably would want to ask if the pizza crust had egg in it because a lot of gluten-free pizza crusts do have egg in them as a binder to kind of hold it together. Um, but, hey, great. If it's not perfect, you're good to go. So, uh Good luck on the plant-based, and if you're ordering or if you are ha- uh, making pizza at home, can I talk correctly after all these questions? Um, you know, there's lots of great options there as well. Um, I've just came across the cauliflower plant-based pizza crust, and I have a whole stash in my freezer. I'm excited about trying that. Um, if you're making one at home, I know Daya is the popular brand on the market, but I will say I do love the Follow Your Heart brand are good planet cheeses. If you can come across those, they melt, I think, and taste a little bit better on your pizza. Like we got the one smoked one that one time, the smoked mozzarella from Good Planet Foods. That was delicious. So anyways, we just thank you for sitting in and letting us talk about the questions that we know are being asked about plant-based for beginners, and whether you're a beginner or you're not a beginner, we still hope you found this fun and uh, maybe picked up a few little tips here on what to have for Thanksgiving or what to make next. Of course, we will link all the many recipe ideas I threw out there. I will comb back through this episode and list all those links in the show notes. You can find those notes at badtothebowl.com forward slash Four, so that's badtothebowl.com forward slash four. And hey, while you're there on the website checking out those show notes, don't forget to grab that free ebook that I think I talked mostly about when we talked about the kid-friendly dinner options. You'll want to check that out. Those have two of our son's favorite recipes. So grab that while you're there. It's a free download. So perfect. So I think we're we're good for today. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Eat more plants, guys. Thanks.